You are now listening to the SMC Wrestling Podcast with your boys, the smart, Caleb Baldwin, the mark, Carl Irvin, and the contrarian, Rance Morris. Believe in the pod. Hello and welcome to the SMC Wrestling Podcast. This is the November 9th, 2017 edition. We always, as always, we have a smart mark a mark, and a contrarian. I am your smart mark, Caleb Baldwin. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for listening. We do always appreciate it. But, you know, I don't have much to add here yet, but I do want to introduce our mark, Carl Irvin. Carl, how you been, man? Hey, Caleb. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I, um, Man, I'll tell you what. The one thing about these podcasts sometimes, you're trying to get into a rhythm, is you kind of... Um, Sometimes time constraints will get you, you know, and so we haven't been able to be as consistent as we would like to be. But I promise if you guys stick with us, we're going to get our we're going to get it worked out on consistency at some point, hopefully soon. A lot of sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's someone else. You know, I'll take the blame for sometimes missing a lot of times because I'm supremely busy. Um, but I'm glad to be back. And I think we picked a perfect time to come back, even though we missed a week like it couldn't have like last week would have been tough this week. We've got so much to talk about. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and because we're all so opinionated and different in our opinions, this is going to be an entertaining podcast. I'm, I'm 100% sure of it. It might be the best one ever. Just saying. Fire so, emoji, uh, fire emoji, fire emoji. Right, right, right. So I'll kick yes. it back to Caleb and you can introduce uh, our contrarian. Well, first off, before I kick it to our contrarian, I want to say uh, when it's not Carl, it's me. Uh, I have a current work situation where my schedule could change like on a whim pretty much unfortunately so that's a lot of the the problems here it's really never rants because rants is pretty well good to go at any time (laughs) because he's very dependable he's he's like the uh in most yes in most cases he's like the uh sammy zane of of our our podcast but you uh, killed you yeah maybe not (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe not so much after what happened this week. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Rance, what up, man? How you doing? Hey, man, it is a glorious day. No Bobby Roode. Uh, got a lot to talk about. Uh, I have been advertising shit out of this on Twitter because we have the, the, the topics this week. Jesus Christ. Like, it's this week, it's, it's like God opened up the heavens and said, hey, podcast host, here's what we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> it, it is. It has been quite the week in all all of wrestling. 
Um, not even rants, rants, not even the week, more like three and a half days. Cause our first, like yeah. the first happening happened on Sunday morning. And then the second happening came or the third happening came on Wednesday morning. So yeah, good point. about three days. Yeah. And, and it, but you know, this is, this is what we live for. Uh, we're getting down. It's the road to WrestleMania, I guess more, more relevant, the road to wrestle kingdom is starting. So I guess. This is a time where things start building up, and uh, I'm loving it, man, and I'm ready to go. I promise you, you are going to hear hot takes from me like you have never heard hot takes from me before. I promise. That's saying something, buddy. Yes. For me? Yeah. Let's yeah. put you like this. I came out of, I, I'm coming out of column writing retirement just because of these three days. Yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to, like, I, I'm going to try to keep the peace. Uh, but probably not going to be able to because you know how it ends up going sometimes depending on what we're uh, talking about. But and I think we should way, probably uh, go by ahead. By the way, I apologize if I if I hurt anybody's feelings in advance. I'm, nothing is personally directed at any particular person except Caleb. No. <laughs> um, I was going to say you are responding to one particular person, but well, yeah. We got a lot right. to talk about, but uh, I a good friend of mine, legitimately, like, not just, like, not just wrestling friend, but a good friend of mine, uh, Chad Matthews, the doc, uh, host of LLP's The Doc Says, also uh, author of uh, WrestleMania, the WrestleMania uh, era, a book that I purchased. That's my guy. Boy, these are, Chad, these are your only plugs, brother. It's, about, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> No, I, I will give Chad as many plugs as necessary, sir. Definitely, <laughs> and an outstanding doctor to boot. But yeah, actually, he's a hell of a doctor. And, I know. And legitimately, might be the smartest guy I know. Like no, no, no exaggeration. Could be. Um, yeah. In fact, Chad, I know you're gonna listen to this. This is this is an offer to come on the podcast next week. So uh, Chad and I have disagreed vehemently, as I have with. Uh, Caleb, but more Chad has been Chad and Rich, but Chad in general have been the leaders of the gender sucks bandwagon or, or group rather, right? But Chad moved off of that and moved to the I don't quote unquote care. I'm apathetic. Okay, so I listened to his podcast that he released yesterday, and I wrote some notes down. <laughs> So he says that gender is the worst slash most mediocre WWE champion of all time. There are some ones that you could argue, but because I know Chad the way I do, I know Chad's going to separate world heavyweight champion from WWE champion. I don't because it's all fake and they're all not real belts anyway. So it's all the same to me. Main belt, mid card belt, lower card belt, but... I respect that. So, I don't think he's as bad as you think he is. But you know what? I'll let that one slide only because I know you're going to specify WWE Championship. But said a few things that uh, made me think. You said that the WWE Championship is a symbol of excellence and that the man makes the title. Well, so my rebuttal to that first and foremost is wrestling is scripted. There's no way a man can make a fake title. But if we want to go with that assumption, the title has never looked better. I'm not talking about in-ring. I'm talking about everything outside of the 20 minutes you wrestle. 
It's never looked. It, I can't remember the last time it's looked better than in the hands of Jinder Mahal. The package, the way the man dresses, the way the man looks, the way the man carries himself. The what? Listen to his interviews. The way the man has carried that belt has given it. Maybe because you guys hate how he wrestles in ring, but it's given it an air of prestige because he treats it like it's a real championship. Right? He doesn't drag it to the ring like Austin did. You know what I mean? He he doesn't make it he didn't make it into a, a toy like Cena did. He carries it with a genuine respect. He went to India and he was treated revered like a like a king out there. He he carries that thing like it's real, even though I must reiterate it is not. Okay, I wrote notes by the way. Um, so now my biggest issue with Chad has been that at first he would not admit that everything he feels about gender is biased, and what I mean by biased is. He openly admits. Well, you say you say I hate him. You say he's garbage. You say he's the worst WWE champion of all time. But you won't watch him. How do you know? That's biased. You're, he's but he's admitted that because he's admitted I'll never watch, but he'll always be bad to me. So at least he can admit that he's biased. I appreciate that. But your bias comes into things when you admit. Well, I admit that uh, you know the anti-American. Uh, storyline gets heat. That's the point. That's the point. Regardless of what you, how you feel about him, or can he wrestle a six and a quarter star match in the ring, he's getting heat. Okay. Uh, and you say, you you say uh, that you're apathetic to him, right? And it needs to be things need to be uh, in a wrestling storyline needs to be positive or negative, not apathetic. Well. I watched the Tuesday, and the joy people had for seeing AJ Styles should show you AJ Styles win the championship from gender should prove to you that gender gender got over his job was done. People hated him, and whether you think it's oh they're happy that the belt's off of gender or whether you think whatever the case is, the fact of the matter is the point was made. There was six months of a reign, and the guy who took it off of that. One and caused a they got they got five hundred thousand extra viewers for a tape show. When's that? When's that happen? When's the last time that happened? Um. So, uh, I got a couple more, but before I go any further, because the other things, moving to some other towards some other things you said away from just the gender situation, I would like to ask my compatriots: Do you have anything you want to jump into before I go to the other part? Caleb, go ahead. I uh, oh no I was gonna add uh, about the the elation of the crowd it, it was I, I will agree a good ninety nine percent of the crowd was very much into it but if you go back and watch the YouTube clip there's one guy and I'm not making this up in a Jinder Mahal shirt and a tunic who has the most like disgusted look on his face when this is happening and that just I that saw that by the way did, yeah. by the way before I want you to finish but I need I really did say this because this this is something that really really bothers me. Person, like it really genuinely pisses me off. Just because you, not Caleb, but anybody, just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean that other people fucking don't. So it pisses me the fuck off when people want to act 
like gender doesn't have fucking fans. There are people out there that really genuinely enjoy this motherfucker. And because That's you true. don't like him, fuck you. Just because you don't like him doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't or can't. And that pisses me off. Because, you know what I'm saying, you want to sit here, Every all of us got our, our favorites. Caleb is a Sami is a Sami Zayn super fan. Carl will will kiss uh will kiss fucking uh Scott Hall's feet if he walks in front of him. True. Then you know I'm, I'm HBK Mark, right? I'm I'm the biggest me and Andre are the biggest Roman defenders on the fucking internet. We all got our fans, so we all got people that we're fans of. So how fucking dare anybody sit here and say, oh well, nobody likes that motherfucker? That's bullshit. In, in, I hate Kalisto. People love that motherfucker. I think he's the worst thing that ever happened to wrestling. People love him. I will say, in defense of uh, the, uh, and I'm not saying oh he doesn't have fans because that's just you know insane. I know a couple of them, oddly enough. But um, th- this has his push has seemed to have given rise to a lot of uh, irony on Twitter specifically it, that that you see that I see all the time, which is just insane. Not not you, Carl. Not you, Rance. But there there's uh, there's people out there, and they're very vocal and. I don't know. For me, like, I just, I always ask that people be genuine in, like, if, if you're going to, quote-unquote, support someone, please be genuine in that. And uh, the ironic wrestling guy, which is very much a thing on Twitter, is very annoying. I just wanted to add that real quick. No, it is. But you know who else is annoying? The person who thinks that anything that I don't like is bad. That's annoying as fuck, too. Yeah. Y'all, oh, uh, there's no g- genders. Gender. What is? What is? What does Chad call him? He's the modern day mediocrity. He's a piece of garbage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. You don't like him. Great. That's fine. I respect that. I would never ask you to like somebody you don't to, to somebody to like somebody you're just not gonna like. I would never ask it. However, what I will ask and what I will demand is you have respect for the motherfuckers that do. We could talk yeah. all day long. We could debate, but you can't fucking tell somebody that they don't that they're stupid for liking somebody. That's bullshit. You got a problem with it? Come see me. Well, this is just taking a turn. Can I? I just want to speak. Somebody, somebody's hot. And, and that's not that's not directed at Chad. I don't want you to think that is because Chad, you my boy. That wasn't directed at you, but I've seen a lot of and I can name names, but yeah. I ain't gonna do it. But I've seen well, a lot of people let's... that I'm friends with doing the shit. Let's let's yeah. Full disclosure, um, we all know Chad. Like if you know Chad, if you know Caleb, they're not Gender Mahal fans. But none of them, and we're all buddies. Neither like this is why he's being specific that he's not directing anything at Caleb or Chad. Neither of them, they know that I have enjoyed Gender Mahal and what has happened since he won the title. Neither of them have ever called me stupid for liking another wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Because. They're like they may not like the guy, but they are not that ignorant to think that you can't like someone just because you know what I mean. Like if, if I don't like someone, it's okay if you do. Like I give Caleb a hard time about Sami Zayn all the time, okay? But I would never tell him he's stupid. I was gonna say no. You, you give me a hard time about like Eli Drake specifically, and like I know he is not popular on Twitter, so I am very much in a minority in that regard. So. Yeah. I can kind of, I can kind of sympathize with Jinder Mahal fans a little, even though again I think Jinder Mahal is trash, as uh, Frank Reynolds would say. But yeah, that's fine, that's fine. But you understand that everybody doesn't think that. Yeah. Um. So if 
to get to get to the final point so we can actually move on and talk about gender and AJ. Um so when we get into the AJ and Brock situation, I would like to say that me personally, I don't want to see any small guy wrestle Brock. I'm sorry. I don't. I would rather it be AJ than Daniel Bryan or than Finn because Daniel Bryan's brittle as hell and Finn is small and doesn't look like he could feasibly do anything against Brock. Whereas AJ, whereas AJ has rants, rants, rants. I'm, I'm real sorry to interrupt, but before yeah. you go on, yeah. you're, are you saying like you don't want to see these small guys wrestle Brock because they're small? Is that is that what you're saying? Partially, yeah, because it, it just, first and foremost, uh, don't get me wrong. Big, I'm I'm fine with small guys versus big guys, and it doesn't bother me. I don't give a shit about that. Like you know, when Ray fought Undertaker, it was cool with me. I don't care. But Brock is so unique of a person, right? Brock is so unique of a talent. Brock is booked so unique. It's just not interesting to me. I've I literally if I if Daniel Bryan ever wrestled Brock, I couldn't watch the match. I'd literally be terrified for him. Like completely. Outside of kayfabe or wrestling, I would be terrified for him. I would. It's like that's it's just not it's not an interesting story to me. See, There's no feasible see, way. Okay. okay. See, I thought you were going the the realism route, and I mean, we just established like ten minutes ago that wrestling's fake. But yeah, you know that's it's whatever. No, I I agree with you, but you you 100 right. It's um, this for me. I know a bunch of people will love it, but I I don't have I would have preferred to see Jinder versus AJ, and that's we'll talk about that later. I'm directing this to Chad. Uh, the reason I bring that up is because he was very adamant that, and this he might have said in the podcast, this has been in our group, that he doesn't care about the result of AJ versus Brock, but yet that was the very thing he hated about Jinder Mahal's reign. Like, you have to pick and choose. You can't all of a sudden not care about the result of something just because you like the two people that's wrestling, but then you want to flip it the other way. All One thing that I've been very adamant about what I need, or me, on this podcast is I need consistency. If you're consistently going to do this, then fine. Consistently do that. If you're consistently going to gonna talk about Sami Zayn all fucking day, fine. Be Consistently, that's you. I respect that. If you're consistently going to watch Impact, god damn it, do it. I don't understand it, but do it. But be consistent, right? If you're consistently going to want to see hardcore matches, consistent, be consistent, whatever you do. You can, I'm not saying you can't ever do anything different, but be consistent, right? But there's no consistency with what Chad's saying about AJ versus Brock because we both know whether it's gender versus AJ, it's going to be a five-minute squash, maybe ten. It's going to be a, a glorified squash. If the man squashed Braun Strowman, he's going to squash AJ. This is, this is what it is. But you're cool with that now because you like AJ. Right? You'll watch Survivor Series now because you like AJ. But when the result's going to be no different than if it was gender. That's, that, that's, that's hypocritical to me. That's hypocritical. People talk about, oh, the show's watchable now. What the fuck changed? One person? Well, they think they're going to get some classic out of Brock and AJ. Uh, I mean, not to say that, I mean, AJ could pull a classic out of anybody, but this isn't about 
AJ pulling a classic out of somebody. This will be about Brock allowing someone to pull a classic out of him because Brock is so hard to work with. Like it's 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 noted, you know. I mean, you've heard guys say it before. Dean Ambrose has said it before. You know, he didn't like come out. You know, like and but you know what I'm saying. He very much implied yeah. that he had trouble putting together a match with Brock Lesnar. No, he you know, openly I, said, Brock yeah. I mean, and that's like, and I maybe. Maybe because Brock has say in what the hell happens with the language in his contract from what I've always been led to believe. Maybe, maybe he says, I want to work with AJ. I'm going to let him do something. And we all get thrown for a curve, right? Because when he wrestled Joe, Joe got some shit in, right? He gave Joe more than anybody. When he wrestled Braun, Braun got some shit in. But at the end of the day... We one has to assume, and maybe we shouldn't, but in like one has to assume that AJ is going to lose this match, and by hook or by crook, I mean it, I don't see him winning. I like I just don't like I, to me like Brock is the universal champ, and and he is the there's really no nothing gained for AJ to beat Brock. I don't think because AJ is already the WWE champion. It doesn't matter. This is just brand supremacy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, the only person who has anything to gain by beating Brock Lesnar at this point is whoever is going to take that belt from him. And this belt is not coming off Brock if he loses this match. And I don't I don't know if we're if we are if we're, are we past your talking points yet? Because I just I like I just I'm just curious. I want to make sure because there's more okay. I want to have to say about all this, okay. and I just want to like kind of jump. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I just want to say real quick. And I am a staunch WWE defender for the most part, but that does not mean that the WWE is not without faults. Sure. And, and if you and if you want to, to to understand my perspective on this, my perspective isn't uh, a pro gender anti gender thing. Let me put it this way: Jinder Mahal got an opportunity. Okay, he held the title for six months ish. I guess is that the right amount of time? About six months. About six months. Yeah, yeah that is a good reign. By WWE standards Absolutely. right now. That's a great reign. That's a Kevin Owens when he held the Universal title for six months. You know, that's a that's a good reign. Okay. So, first of all, if you have an issue with gender, that's one thing. But let me just say this. <clears throat> Props to Jinder Mahal for taking his opportunity and trying to make the best of it. Whether it worked, whether it didn't. Okay. Whatever your feelings are. Jinder Mahal, he did what I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. None of us in any situation in our life, job or whatever, are going to turn down the opportunity of a lifetime. No. Okay. So whether you think he sucks or not, well, whatever. You know, he took the opportunity and he can't be faulted for that. Okay. It wasn't like he woke up one day and stormed into Vince McMahon's office and was like, give me a title or I'm out of here. Okay. He's not two other guys that we're going to be talking about later. And another guy that. I, I like I like to wish that he did, and that Vince was right. like, "Well, goddamn, pal, that's not a, that's that ruthless aggression I'm talking about." Right, right. Uh, but to continue, this is my issue with all of this. Okay, my issue with every single bit of this. Everyone was pissed, not only that Gender won the title as a jobber, but because there was no build to Gender winning the title. Y'all remember? Y'all remember, out there in listener land, y'all remember when y'all were mad? There was no build, no good story. Jinder Mahal didn't win the title because he won the title, but there was no story. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about AJ's road 
to the WWE Championship. It wasn't the road. It was more like a like a like a skip. It was nothing. Nothing happened. Okay, he beat the Singh brothers in two singles matches in ten seconds, two weeks apart. And then because he got beat up, he got a title shot. Well, this God is, damn it, Shane, I want to get a title shot. There is no, and prior to that, he had just lost a match at a pay-per-view to Finn Balor. In yep. what world is AJ really even, other than he's just AJ, kind of like Cena, right? How Cena is just Cena. In what world is AJ actually even in contention for a WWE championship by the match? Way, by the way, give some more context. What did he do before he called out Jinder Mahal? He lost the U.S. title to Baron Corbin. Ah, that's true. So, like, these are things, like, you're looking for story continuity, all of you. No, you're not. You're all full of shit. Y'all don't care. Y'all don't care. You, none hey, of y'all care not, about story. Let, let's, not, let's not alienate too many of our okay. listeners, okay? Right, let's, let's, I don't, let's, I don't really okay. don't care right now. Listen, because listen. facts are facts. And what, what, what Carl just said is true. It's facts. Nobody seems to care about the story. It's become, we're in wrestling now. And, like, to me, that's fine. If you don't care about the story, always be that way. Okay, like you said, consistency, right? Well, if you if you don't like, if you didn't like the, the Ginger Mahal story, why do you like the AJ Styles story here? Please tell me. I just want someone to explain that to me. It's hypocrisy, and then and th- like that is my biggest beef with this. And you know what? 100%. Part of this is WWE booking themselves into this kind of corner yeah. because they are being lazy. They wanted to make it as they already had. I mean, it's not much of a story because it's brand versus brand. Jinder Mahal's on one show. Brock Lesnar's on another show. Okay, so you're having to work off of promos where they're not even interacting with each other. Yeah. But it's not how they did it with Brock and Randy where Randy RKO Brock out of nowhere one night. You know what I mean? They didn't do anything like that. But now there's, what, one more week of shows Mm -hmm. before Survivor Series. No time. There's no time to build a match. Like, you're not building anything. There's no build here. And... Everybody is always griping about build, build to stories, build to matches, and we're getting nothing. There is no build. We like had a how, build, but they got like we right. We had a build as small as it may have been. It was way more. And Paul Heyman, Caleb, I see you, buddy. Paul Heyman acknowledged Jinder Mahal's existence, whether he shit on him or not. He acknowledged his existence. Jinder Mahal came out the next week, acknowledged back. The Singh brothers took shots at Paul Heyman. The Jinder put up the challenge. This match doesn't even exist. We've you had, know what I mean? Without three a challenge. Weeks. We've had three weeks of gender versus Brock commercials. Right. So let me just, let me get this one more thing straight. Okay. First of all, there's still one week left. Let's, let's not be so sure that we're not going to end up still getting gender and Brock. Okay. Maybe you so. never know. Right. And the other, but the other thing I want to point out, Okay, because I am a huge fan of AJ Styles. I love AJ Styles. He's outstanding. If anybody deserves to be WWE champion, AJ Styles is at the top of that list all the time, in my opinion. He is that good. But I just want so I don't want to clarify that this is not I'm not upset with either the performers here. Okay, this isn't I'm not angry at AJ. I'm not angry at gender. I'm not angry. What I'm angry about is two things. The consistency in terms of continuity, okay? We want stories, but then we don't because it fits our narrative. It fits our guy, you know what I mean? And to me, that is the biggest problem. And the second thing is the laziness because to me, like I normally don't shit on WWE for this kind of thing, but I think it's I think this was a lazy decision. I really do. I think it was a lazy decision 
because Brock probably decided he didn't want to do do this. They shoehorned someone else into the spot. You know what I mean? And to me, when you start letting your employees have power, like, what, what's happening? You can't, like, you can't, like, always let them make the decisions, but it's in his contract. You know, they wrote it up this way. It is what it is, you know, but I don't know. I just, to me, this whole thing is based on on that, you know, it's just laziness and it's just inconsistency of fans. And and I want to add one more thing. And then Caleb, you got to have the floor because yes, we, the floor is yours. Yeah. Yes. But I want to add one more thing. There is such a level of entitlement among fans nowadays that is ridiculous. And in this instance, in this instance, what I mean by that is this, we have forgotten what the point of a heel is, what a point of a wrestling heel is. The point of a wrestling heel is to make you, despise or have disdain for him but more importantly is to make you want the face to prosper okay that's the point of a wrestling hill in all three facets in all three feuds fans were begging for Orton to beat him for Shinsuke to beat him and now for AJ to beat him people want to sit here and act like oh I'm happy because he doesn't have the belt I'm not happy because you know, this, that, and the other. Whatever the situation is, gender mate, whatever you feel about gender, if you don't like him, that's what you were supposed to feel. The point and the goal was met. So now everybody's happy that AJ won. By the way, I feel like I need to say this because I know people are going to sit here and say, oh, you're such a gender guy. Go back and listen to the podcast. We've been doing this for months now. I said gender should lose in that Survivor Series. I've said this. I'm very happy AJ won because he's deserving, and I want to see AJ Nakamura at WrestleMania. So don't sit here and say that I'm I'm doing this because I'm imagine or lost. I don't give a fuck that he lost. I could care less. It's all the situations around him losing that bother me. But understand that you're still a wrestling fan. At the end of the day, you're still probably going to react the way they want you to whether you realize you're going to react that way or not. And so many people out there dislike gender and hated the whole move, whether they didn't like how, like you said, uh, Carl, how it started or the quote unquote story behind whatever the case is, or that he's not the greatest in ring technician. Okay, cool. Fact of the matter is him having the belt made you want somebody to take it off of it that much more. Right. Then that was the point. Caleb, we want to hear from you. You We've been talking hear a from lot, me? brother. Get out. And you better have something yeah. to say. If you don't, I'm going to Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I actually don't have, I don't have much to add on this one. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, listeners that um, are of the ilk that I am, uh, of, you know, a wrestling fan, we got what we wanted. That's pretty cool, you know. And uh, well, these two are here and try to, uh, try to verbally assault you and, and uh, and bury you and some other insider terms here, you know, trying to just denigrate you. I'm here to let you know you have an ally. Uncle Caleb is here to let you know I am on the side. And, um, yeah, the match was actually pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. Kind of surprised. Um, I certainly hope they, they don't go back to this well because God knows we are dying. Just dying to see Jinder Mahal versus John Cena for the belt at WrestleMania. I mean, 
if there is one thing I want at WrestleMania this year, it's Jinder Mahal versus John Cena. So that's, I mean, my God, I would kill to see that, you know? But yeah, I mean, awesome. Like, it was actually a pretty good match. I'm not going to lie. So yeah, and uh, long live AJ Styles, two time WWE champion. But yeah. Is that it? I wish I had had. Yeah, I wish okay, I had well, more then, to then, add. Can call. you at least, you're not going to address the points that other people make, though? Like, you don't think it's a point that there's literally no real story here? That doesn't bother you at all. Just because the title is off of gender now, this doesn't bother you, that there's no story. It bothered you there was no story when gender won it. No, but it no, doesn't okay, bother you okay. now. Address it, uh, man. Come on. First off, first off, yeah, I am a little bothered that there was no story. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to deny that. With that being said, here is the main difference between AJ Styles on a three-week build and Jinder Mahal on a six-week build. Is that prior to this, AJ Styles had not been beaten like a fucking drum for a year, okay? AJ Styles was not an established jobber. If anything, AJ Styles is an, an established future Hall of Famer. Even if he never touched the title. Okay. Future Hall of Fame. Can I, so that is the main difference there. Can I rebut that thought process? May I? Absolutely. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Remember when I told you I didn't want to see AJ fight Brock Lesnar and your response was, are you going to say realism or what? Because we just established wrestling as fake, right? So. Yes. Yeah. The same thought, the same with how ridiculous it is to you to see a guy who before to a certain point had never won is the same. How, I got it. Is that, it's so, so it's so you can wrap your mind around seeing a five foot eight guy wrestle a guy who legitimately beats people up for a living, but you can't wrap your mind around seeing how in a scripted environment, a guy was booked to win a championship. Not if it had already been established for, like I said, for ever, but this again, guy beating like a drum, but um, you're right. But this being said, yeah, this being said, there, you know, and you've made this point before, and I kind of agree. There are different confines of kayfabe we hit where we're like, we hit our wall and we're like, that's not, I, I don't fucking buy that. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, some of us can buy Bray Wyatt. Some of us are like, it's well, fucking stupid. Let, that, let me, let me also, sure. yeah, I, I was, I wanted to add this, but I think, it, I think it is relevant. Um, and I'm not trying to like, just to kind of counter what you were saying about the fact that gender was beaten like a drum beforehand. Um, let's keep in mind, uh, real quick that gender, if you remember the old RIP talking smack where gender had come on and, you know, talking about working hard and he wanted to win his first championship and stuff like that. This is before all that happened, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, he was a free agent or whatever. They, they was a trade or whatever that dumb shit they were doing when they were Take checking up, up the yeah. roster. Yeah. Um, so if you remember prior to him coming to SmackDown, Caleb is 100% on the nose. Jinder Mahal was getting beaten like a drum. He was a fucking jobber. When he won that six-pack challenge, let's remember, from the moment he won the six-pack, he got the opportunity, you can say, if you want to, in my opinion, through the Talking Smack segment, okay? Because Shane is all about giving opportunities to people who don't fucking deserve them. They just get things. Mm -hmm. That's been how it's gone over there. And you cannot deny that no matter what you want. You cannot deny that. So it's not out of the realm of possibility at that time for Shane to be like, oh, man, you're talking about working hard and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to throw you in the six-pack challenge, right? Jinder Mahal, from the moment he won the six-pack challenge to when he lost the WWE championship, 
on Tuesday, has been living off of help from the Singh brothers. Jinder Mahal is still a jobber. 100%. He is still, that has not changed. 100%. That is his that is his character arc. He is a jobber who was not deserving of the title because he was getting it through bullshit means. It's no different than how the Miz retains his IC title all the time. He's Maybe getting else. help every single time. This is like that is the story. JBL. That it really is. Yeah. JBL right. I mean, who, this is who actually his arc is closest to is JBL. Right. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, in that regard, like, he's still a jobber, Caleb. He's still getting beaten like a drum. He's just winning because he, he should. Help. He should continue to get beat like a drum. Re- Send him to Raw. Let, let Roman beat him like a drum. Get Roman over, brother. <laughs> Roman must pose. I don't care. Let that fucker lose on Raw every fucking week. I don't care. And watch the matches. Ah. Watch the matches. He gets dominated for the majority of the matches. Until... Yep. Sing brothers come. Distraction. Exactly. And and the point is, the the joke the thing is we all know he's not good enough. We all know he never should have won the title. The dif- the difference is he has this false sense of security. You, so I I'm a big person in details, right? After the match, when he lost, what's the first thing he did? He shoved the sing. He beat up the Sing brothers. Because yeah. He had convinced himself, I'm good enough. You guys are causing me to lose. When, in fact, they were the ones causing him to win. Delusion of grandeur. The story's there, man. So, I mean, all this being said, I just, I want to jump, not jump, but I want to kind of transition over to AJ and Brock for a second, yeah. if we can, because we've gotten a lot of shit in here on gender, and I know Caleb's tired of talking about him, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, regarding the one thing I will say before I move on, if there's one thing we can say about the gender Mahal WWE title reign, it got all of us fucking talking. I don't care what anybody has to say, it got us all talking and debating and really just or getting after each other about wrestling. And to me, that's a good thing because it, it sparked good conversation. You, the three of us, have had a good time. Over the last six months, discussing this shit, we really have. And y'all went it, to a show. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I we mean, are. Well, like let's let's not try and like propagate this into Jinder Mahal made us buy tickets for the show. Because no, that's <laughs> that's not actually what happened. No, no. That that's that's neither here nor there. Just I just want to say that if there's one thing that he did do, it's he definitely got us talking, and to me that's a good thing. Okay, that doesn't mean he was the greatest WWE champion of all time. It just means he got us talking, and I think that's a good thing when it comes to the to this community because we're always at odds with each other. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how we've all been, but we need to stick together, right? So, anyways, off that real quick, AJ and Brock, just gonna jump into it because I know we got a lot to talk about. Here's my the the AJ Brock thing is. We're not getting any build, but whatever. Everybody's like, well, we don't need build because it's AJ and Brock. It's a dream match. Well, let me ask you a question real quick, guys. And Rance, I, I don't know what your response will be, Caleb. I, I, I'll be interested in yours as well here. If AJ walks into this match against Brock Lesnar and just gets the, the shit beat out of him, he's going to be taking some suplexes, boys. Okay? He's going to take some suplexes. If, if AJ goes in there and gets the shit beat out of him, are you going to wish that was Jinder Mahal instead? 
Because AJ Styles, what if he goes out there and it's just shit? The match is shit because Brock is Brock and he has to look good and strong all the time because he was going to beat the shit out of Ginger too. You know this, right? He was going to wrestle Ginger and beat the fuck out of him. That was going to happen. Um, I've, I've, I've heard things to the contrary, but go ahead. But that's, that's fine. We'll never know, probably. But AJ Styles, if you don't think AJ is about to go out there and bump for Brock Lesnar oh, yeah. for 10 minutes, you're crazy. I don't know how much offense AJ is going to get in. Maybe he will. I, I, I hope he does. I'm hoping for a good match. In, in terms of just in a vacuum, of course I'd rather see AJ and Brock versus Ginger and Brock. That's my opinion. Rance is a little bit different. In a vacuum, I'd rather see it because I like to think that Brock will go out there and work with AJ and they'll have a good match because I think they'll both be capable well, yeah, I mean, Brock Lesnar, you, you know? like to think that a professional wrestler will uh, go Do out and job? Yeah, yes, yeah, you would like to think that, yeah. Yeah, you would I'm like not, to think that. I'm not yeah. convinced it's all Brock. I'm convinced I'm convinced that a part of this is Vince booking him that way because he knows oh. whoever beats him at the end is going to be that much better because he's so dominant. But, right. Yeah. Do, you mean, do you mean, wait, 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 whoever beats him? Can y'all, you y'all, could, y'all could talk this bullshit that there's going to be Roman Brock all you want. I haven't seen... A, damn thing on TV that makes this game going to be that. Convince so just until answer it, until it happens, I, ain't, I don't believe it. Until it happens. Let me just let me just ask this and then I'll stop. Let me ask you just what is the difference? What is the actual difference between Jinder Mahal going out there and getting his ass beat by Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles going out there and getting his ass beat by Brock Lesnar? Can I, I just want to know the difference. Can I answer that? Yes. Jinder's going to be more entertaining because at least we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. <clears throat> That's oh wow okay okay no no I just feel free to believe that sir no no I believe it more than my damn name is Rance Morris I swear to God let me tell you let me explain to you why why that is because we know it's gonna happen with with AJ versus Brock we do we know it's gonna happen we don't you can't name me three moves three moves gender does you can't name them <laughs> and it's not because he doesn't do them you don't care so we don't know what's gonna happen we know that clearly Vince sees something in the dude right. We know that every match he wins is by hook or by crook. So for we, you know, Brock is gonna throw one of the Singh brothers through the damn Titan Tron. Something's <laughs> gonna happen that we're not. That's gonna be unexpected. With AJ versus Brock, Brock's gonna suplex him and suplex him and suplex him and suplex him. AJ's gonna hit a couple of the punches in the kick. He's gonna calf put him in the calf crusher. He might even hit him with the f- phenomenal forearm. Brock's gonna kick out at one and a half. 105, good night, next match. I will say this. There was an air of uncertainty around the gender Brock result, win or lose. I think we all kind of talked about that a little bit off to the side of me and said, are they, they, are they, might they let gender win this match? That's more we interesting. We did talk about that. That's more interesting. None of, how many of you sitting here right now, we're talking, think that AJ has, is going to win this match? Are, are uncertain as to whether AJ will win this match? Please tell me. Caleb, I'm actually a little uncertain. No, I could you're maybe not. See, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't rule out interference from anyone. That's all I'm saying. From gender. No, from gender. No, <laughs> no, not, not from, from no, 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 no. I, I, Paul Hammond, I'm, gonna, I'm just Paul saying. gonna come in and do an elbow drop or something. What the hell's gonna happen? Maybe, maybe interference from a Finn Balor. To kickstart that feud no. with Brock and Finn, maybe no. interference from the Bullet Club, the Good no. Brothers, as it were. No. Maybe. 
Nah. Yes, exactly. Is, is, Vince really gonna put, is Vince going to send Gallows and Anderson out I'm on the main it. event of Super Super Survivor Series to interfere in the in that match? I don't know. I don't hey, know. Maybe hey, maybe Finn Balor. Was it oh, okay, just singing the damn Honky Tonk Tonk song? Okay, look, let's not rule it out. A pasty ginger who weeks prior was putting over a, a singing comedy villain interfered in the main event of a pay-per-view. So let's not rule this out. I'm just right. saying. That made sense. That made sense. Yeah. If 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 Zayn and Owens are going to interfere, interfere, it's going to be in the five on five. Not going to be in the yeah. Well, fucking they're gonna, main yeah, event. they're not going to interfere in the title match. I'm not or the champions match. I'm not saying that. Yeah, but I'm but, just saying but, crazier things have happened than. But that, but oh, that Gallows crazy. and interfered for their friend. But that wasn't crazy. Sami Zayn interfering to save his best. Friend. That that was damn near expected. That wasn't crazy. No, that was not expected, sir. Not by not by okay, most. but it was understandable. It was you didn't have to really you didn't have to write down a damn five page letter to explain what the fuck you didn't have to do bully ray and it's been a whole episode of impact explaining what the fuck happened well let's put it this way gallows and anderson as rancid said have been singing honky tonk man's theme song they've been coming out as chad too bad chad too bad and tex ferguson and losing to fat santa claus all right like them coming out would like I would be okay. Like it makes sense because they're buddies, but at the same time, like, nah. I mean, like, nah. it just it's it's a weird. Like I'm telling you, man. I, I'm not I'm not 100. I don't know. WWE could throw anything at me at any moment, and it wouldn't like I'd be like, okay, you got me. You know, the crazier things have happened. Yes, but I don't feel that much uncertainty about the result of this match. There's no answer. I, I, I honestly think this was a decision based on business, which I would tell you is fine. Like that is a, I understand that. Um, you you guys know me. If that is the decision. Okay. From a, from a wrestling, from a story standpoint, or just like trying to be unpredictable. Mm, I, I don't, I'm not buying it. You know what I mean? Like that's, and that's just me. And we're going to find out and I could be completely wrong. So lots of speculation, right? Maybe maybe it's time to to move on. I kind of uh, want to save the other WWE stuff for the end and do oh, our no, other. We need, we need to move on to we need to move on to to bullshit number two. Let's yeah. go ahead and move on to bullshit number two, please. <laughs> bullshit number two, guys. Believe it or not, in an effort to help their American expansion. New Japan has booked a dream match a dream for match. Wrestle Kingdom 12. Match. Who the Kenny fuck Omega. Yeah, yeah, a dream match. Who the fuck was dreaming for this? <laughs> the entire the entire province of Anto, the city of Winnipeg, of this in their dreams, man. They were praying for this. Anyway, right. Kenny Omega will be defending the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, full title for respect, against the Ayatollah of rock and roll, the Alpha, Chris Jericho. Wow. And okay. uh, just for um, reference sake, this is the first match outside of WWE, WWF, that Jericho has had since 1999. And that match was just a one-off because Mark Curtis had cancer. Okay. Let's get back on these fans, right? So, <laughs> last I checked, New Japan fans, and... and Again, full disclosure, because I don't want y'all thinking that I'm just this 
dude who just hates fans and doesn't know. Look, I like New Japan. I've been very, very open that Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. I've been very open that I'm gonna not only I'm not even gonna watch Wrestle Kingdom. I'm gonna subscribe to New Japan World to watch it. I'm because we're gonna do a New Japan preview and review. So yeah, I'm with this. I was I was all on board before any of it. I'm an Lij guy. Uh, Tetsuya Naito versus say his name for me. Kazuchika, how you say it? Kazuchika Okada. Okada, whatever his first name is. I'm with that. That's gonna be fire. Okay, but let's 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 get to nitty gritty of this, right? Last I checked, New Japan fans were all about, oh well, we care about the in-ring performance, right? When the last time Chris Jericho had a good match? <laughs> oh, let's go further. Let's go further deeply into this, okay? Chris Jericho, as I described him on my uh, Twitter, no, no disrespect to the dude, but just, we're speaking facts here. Who is a semi-retired rock singer slash podcast host slash TV host slash author is going to come in to New Japan, the second biggest company in the world, and be the fucking co-main event against the best wrestler in the world? And y'all are excited about this? Deeper, even further, further deep into this. All I hear from people who like New Japan is, we don't want to see that bullshit stories that WWE come from. A fucking Twitter war? Starts the match? <laughs> Y'all are from fucking hypocrites. Y'all hypocrites. Now, Chris Jericho deciding to, to do a match for New Japan is huge. It's huge. Because, if nothing else, this is a this is a six-time world champion, a guy who's a bona fide Hall of Famer, first ballot, saying... I want to do something with you guys. That's a big move. Okay. Chris Jericho, even wrestling Kenny Omega, it's a big move. But we ain't talking about Dominion. We're not talking about the G1. We're not talking about the Rockin' Rager Cruise or whatever the fuck he's doing. We're talking about their WrestleMania. He just walks up. Oh, I got beef with you on Twitter. I'm going to start some fake beef. And then I'm going to show up at a pay-per-view on camera and hold your picture up. And say we fighting for the title. <laughs> and then this is a dude who's wrestled two six star matches. And you're gonna put him against a forty eight year old dude, forty seven, sorry, birthday's today. Forty seven year old dude who, while he's still good in the ring, is nowhere close to what Kenny can do. And y'all are excited about this? You are hypocrites. Hypocrites. Because I guarantee you, if Jushin, Jushin Thunder Liger or Bone Soldier or uh, any of those old heads, so Yuji Nagata, if Yuji Nagata said, I'm going to come to WWE and I'm going to wrestle Roman Reigns in the co-main event of WrestleMania, y'all would fucking laugh. Rance, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Okay, if do you think if Vince McMahon was in a position where WWE was still a growing company, not Mm -hmm. the the mega giant that they are, Mm -hmm. and they were trying to expand to Japan, Mm -hmm. that they might do something like that, that they might book 
Jushin Thunder Liger in that sort of situation. Do you not, would you not see that as a possibility? I would absolutely as something not Vince see it as a would... possibility because that's never been what Vince has done. Vince has never gave a fuck about wrestling. Vince cares about entertainment and mainstream. So Vince would have gotten who's a popular Japanese actor. That's what he says. That's what he would have done. Who's a popular? So, who's a popular Japanese? So, oh, he'd have got many. So Roman versus Roman Reigns versus Jackie Chan at WrestleMania 34. That's the He's Chinese. That's the, He's Chinese. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm We sorry. know the difference between I'm the. Sorry. We know the difference. But the the point is that's the shit he would have done. There you go. That's the shit he would have done. Vince didn't give a fuck about wrestling. Who the fuck is Jushin Thunder Liger in respect to what the fuck Vince is trying to do? And that's no disrespect to Jushin Thunder Liger, who's possibly the greatest cruiserweight, light heavyweight of all time. I, no disrespect to dude. But Vince's vision is bigger than I'm trying to do some wrestling. That's why the fuck he's the king on top of the damn on top of the damn crown, because he's thinking hey, bigger and further than what y'all thinking. Didn't they bring in Jushin Thunder Liger one time to wrestle Tyler Breeze on Tyler NXT? Breeze in the opening yeah. of a takeover. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it kind of shows you where they're at with Juju. You see my point? But did you see my point? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear Caleb's opinion on the on the Jericho Omega stuff. You know where he sits. I like to get I like to get the the. It's like I'm like the libertarian of the group. I like to get the the far left and the far right, and then I jump right here and then I start saying stuff. So go ahead, go ahead, Caleb. Want to hear? Go ahead, Caleb. Okay, Rand Paul. Do, do not shit on Rand Paul. I, I don't appreciate that, sir. I wasn't. But I was just, that's the only libertarian I know. He's Republican, but um. His daddy then, whatever his daddy name, Ron Paul, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I'm very excited for this. I mean, if more than anything, I'm excited for this for New Japan because I know, like, you know, not you know more than anything, like I'm not like oh Chris Jericho is gonna come out here and fucking sixty nine nice stars with Kenny Omega, but. Mm-hmm. But um, more for the expansion of New Japan, because this is only going to help. And, you know, I would, you know, I only like I love wrestling. So to have more wrestling that would be directly accessible to me beyond like having to use a Chromecast or having to use a a Roku or a Fire Stick or whatever. This is only going to help me being able to have direct access to like an original um, episode of like New Japan Pro Wrestling, as opposed to tapes. what you get on Axis, which is yeah. like taped, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I'm very excited for this. They got their dojo opening up and in, in, in 2018 in the states here. That's pretty cool. But long story short, Carl, I am very, very excited to see this match. That is a certainty. So hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, what's up? Go, yeah, so, what's up? If all that you care about, or in changing that, all that's important about this is Jericho being there and helping with the expansion, why is he wrestling in the co-main event against the best wrestler in the world? Put him against Time Bomb. That's a hell of a match. Time Bomb can go. Hiroku Tanahashi, or whatever the fuck his name is. I really don't know these guys' names like this. I know the guys. Uh, but I know I know his name is Time Bomb. I've seen him wrestle. He has a hell of a gimmick. He's a great dude, and if he's not with Lij, he's affiliated with them. So you have multiple storylines that you can come from, come from that, right? Why not? Do that. I mean, yeah, well, maybe. So, like, I'm not. So no, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not stating that like Kenny Omega was your your best choice and should have been your first choice or whatever. But 
at the same time, like you do have to, you can't just say like, Hey, go out here and fight Chase Owens from the bullet club. Like, no, you can't, you know, no disrespect to Chase Owens. Sure. It, it doesn't have to be Kenny Omega, but like, I'm not going to take a flight to Tokyo and find where ghetto lives and like, uh, beat the shit out of him or anything for booking this match. That's for sure. I, I, Probably I because kick, he, I bet he'd kick my ass, but yeah, that's Probably. also, that's <laughs> he'd have to, he'd have to move the damn Okada headband a little higher so he can see first. But no, I get that. And again, oh, oh, yeah, that what you go take that further than what I was that I was trying to do. Um, <laughs> I get no, so I understand that. I'm not saying that that I'm not saying that we should tiki torches, you know, in Osaka. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, I said tiki torches. <laughs> right there, it sounds saying, like a good time. I'm down. <laughs> what I'm saying is. We, we would kill Vince for something like this. But, in fact, but the difference is everybody is celebrating this. And, again, that leads to my hypocrisy. The problem I have with fans is you pick and choose what you want to be cool with every fucking day and you change. Be consistent. I'm all for Chris Jericho coming to New Japan for a night, even a month, however long. You just do what the fuck he wants. But I'm all for him coming over there and doing a match, trying to help them expand. Hell, let him come and wrestle at them rugby shows uh, the two weeks before WrestleMania. I'm fine with that. The problem I have with is you're putting this dude who's never wrestled in his company, who has no ties to this company since 1997 or whatever, and who's retired, come in and gonna wrestle the co-main event of the biggest show on for a group for a group of fans who clamor and swear to god that all they want that they care about is in-ring prowess he's not gonna give you a in-ring great in-ring match so put him in the mid card give him somebody he can build something with do hey yeah go ahead i'm sorry hey no you're fine got i think the point the point is made but i just wanted to illustrate your point a little bit remember when this one retired pro wrestler came back to wrestle Boom. at Survivor Series a year ago. And then he wrestled at WrestleMania. Yeah, that guy, Goldberg. How, how did we feel about that? Oh, well, they're wrestling for a championship, damn it. The ti- they don't need a title. They don't need a title to have a match. They don't need The title doesn't need to be on the line. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Because it sounds familiar to me. Let me just, I want to just say this real quick. I am actually on Caleb's side with the fact that I'm excited for the match. I am a Chris Jericho fan. Uh, I Kenny Omega is outstanding. Th- this is like, I don't know if the match will be good or not. That doesn't really matter all that much to me. Um, I'm not a big, I don't get to watch New Japan. I don't get to watch a ton of wrestling as much as I would like to. You know, so I usually stick with WWE because it's more accessible. And the, the accessibility point that Caleb made, I think, is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, with that being said, I'm excited about this because it kind of gives me a reason. Like, I, I know it sounds like you shouldn't need Jericho to, to bring you over to watch New Japan, but some fans do need that. You know, you need a name, someone like that to say, hey, I want to tune into this. So I think it's a great move for NJPW for sure. And I'm excited because, I, you know, I want to watch it. I want to see the match. I think it'll be fun. I like the fact – also like the fact I'm a story guy, so I like the fact that they had a little Twitter war. You know, to me, that's fun. That's cool. It's it's Jericho being Jericho. You know, only Jericho, it seems like, could get people believing 
that like everything someone says about Kenny Omega warrants a block on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like Chris Jericho is one of the best period at being inventive when it comes to getting stuff over. That is a Chris Jericho specialty. So to me, the way this all was built is awesome. I'm cool with it. I will watch the match, guys. I don't even, you know, I don't get a chance. Like it happens. I'll be out of town when it happens. So hopefully, I'll be able to watch a watch it some other way afterwards. I won't get to watch it live. But um, that being said, I'm, I'm kind of like, it's just, it, it is amazing. Like this match is not something I'm expect. I'm not expecting them to blow the roof off. You know, Jericho is definitely lost a step over the years. And while I do enjoy him as a character, as you said, Rance. New Japan isn't like story driven. It's I mean they try, they do things that are kind of cool, but like usually it's just have these insane fucking matches. And if you're hoping for an insane match out of this, I wouldn't get my hopes up. You know what I mean? Like it, to me it just seems like it'll be decent. But the whole like oh it's so awesome they're fighting for the title. Like give me a motherfucking break. Like come on. It's the same shit. When Goldberg came back, 50 years old, to fight for the title, he took the belt from Kevin Owens. Like, oh, my God in heaven. Like, some of the things that we will accept because of this and we won't accept because of that, despite them being the same thing, drives me fucking crazy. That's my like, problem, yes. Like, with the consistency thing. You've got me on board with the, just the consistency. Like, And I, I like so much different types of things when it comes to wrestling. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, man. There are some comedy acts that I love. There are some comedy acts that I cannot fucking stand. Like, there are some wrestlers who are terrible that I like. There are some wrestlers who are great that I hate. I mean, it's my, my, like, my inconsistencies are just with my tastes. You know what I mean? But it's not when it comes to, like, I'm not going to be hypocritical and get mad about one thing when the, and then turn around and say that the exact same thing, just a different company, is now awesome. Give me a fucking break. Like that to me is ridiculous, and so that, know, that's where I'm at with this. I'm in the middle, big surprise. That's where I'm at. I know I got. I know <clears> we got to move on. So Caleb, I'm gonna give it back to you in a second. But I just wanted to clear up for the record. I'm fine with the way it was built. I'm fine with the match in general. The problem I have with is with the inconsistency and the hypocrisy of the fans. That's 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 all I want want to be said because I don't want you to think that I'm that I got a problem with any of this. Personally, I could care less. It's cool. I like Jericho. I love Omega. It's gonna be a good. It's going to be an interesting match. It's going to be a hell of a build-up. Both these guys are probably two of the most interesting characters we've ever had. But be consistent, man. Be consistent. When Goldberg first came back, it was a one-off match against Brock, and y'all were pissed that he that he beat Brock. And then the next match, y'all were pissed that he was in the Royal Rumble. And then the next match, y'all were pissed that he won a title. Like, what's the difference? It's the same thing. That's all I'm saying. Be consistent. But, Caleb, it's, the floor is yours, brother. Whatever you want to say, if you want to move on, whatever you want to do. Well, I, I just want to move on. Um, although, those of you listening, please give us feedback. Let us know if you're going to be watching, whether it be on the 4th at, like, 3 o'clock in the fucking morning uh, <laughs> or later on in the week, possibly. You know, just let us know, man. Um, yeah. There are a couple of guys who... Uh, might have gotten into some hot water this week over something they may or may not have done. We're not entirely, because here's the thing. We've been told a lot, but we've been told some things that are contradictory of each other. 
Um, this being that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were, and this is a fact, this has been proven, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were sent home from the United Kingdom tour after SmackDown uh, for what I've been told from an undisclosed source. They got into a shouting match with one Brian Armstrong. I don't know if you've ever heard of this man, lead <laughs> writer for SmackDown, um, over a, a creative direction that was wanted to be taken. That would involve them, you know, basically feeding for the New Day after Sammy's match with Kofi, where, you know, they'll get the shit kicked out of them, they'll powder. Um, I'm not, like, watching that segment, I'm not even sure, like, did Kevin Owens, like, say, fuck it, I'm not doing that? Did Kevin Owens forget something? Did he miss a cue? You know, I'm not even sure what the fuck happened. But if what we are being told is true, and they decided, fuck this, we're not going to feed for them, First off, I would like to say it is completely unprofessional. Absolutely, completely unprofessional. But that being said, and, you know, I respect Brock Lesnar for this as well, even though a lot of people hate him for it, for protecting their character, for knowing their worth, knowing that, like, we we just did a fucking main event angle on a pay-per-view, and now a month later, what, you want us to bump for these guys so so they can lose to the Shield? I, I don't want to theorize too far. Right, no, no, yeah. Do you have more? Because I want to jump in on this first, Rance. I know you are ready. I, I was going to say Rance. He's ready, but I'm going to make him wait. <laughs> I'm going to make him stew. We're going to start streaming these and let you see our faces. Yeah. yeah. Just, Jesus yes. Christ. Okay, all right. Caleb, I'm seriously, was that it? I, I'm not trying to cut you off. I want you to keep going. No, here. it's cool. Yeah. It's cool, bro. It's cool. For, well, but... we're, we're leading in, so you got, you'll got you have more opportunity. I just want to make sure I'm not stealing time from you because I know we we are long-winded. So right. I just no, it's... And I want to hear from Caleb because I, I as much as I disagree with the shit you say half the time, I love hearing you say it. Yeah, agreed. No, so Caleb... absolutely. Like, um... First off, uh, I, you know, I don't want people to, uh, the thing that's most ludicrous to me is people are taking this and the unsubstantiated rumor that, oh, these guys are hard to work with because two people say they are. Uh, and uh, they, they say, they use this as leverage for, well, Jim Cornette was right all the time. Sure. When these guys have worked with a million fucking promoters before. And right. one guy... One guy has something bad to say about him, but Carl, Carl, go ahead, sir. Okay, I will, I will say this. As far as Jim Cornette goes, you and I, we're on the same page. Fuck Jim Cornette. Like, I don't <laughs> take anything. I don't take anything he says as anything. I, I don't give a fuck what he has to say. Uh, I don't. When Jim Cornette says, oh, Kevin Owens will never make it because he wears gym shorts, fuck off. Okay, like, this isn't the 80s, all right? It is a different world. So I'm, I'm, we're, we're there. I will say this, and we're also there on this. If if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn decided not to do a job that they're being paid to do, yeah, that's unprofessional. And Caleb, but where we part, Caleb, is on the idea that, well, I'm going to stand up for this decision because they know their worth. <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, this is this is this is where we part. And it's not because I don't understand where you're coming from. Because I, I will say this. Ke- Kevin Owens, to me, and Sami Zayn, both, are are valuable, in my opinion. Okay? They're valuable assets to the company. However, you're not going to sit here and tell me that they can say with a straight face that we know our worth, so we're not going to do a job for the new day? 
Are you kidding me? You mean the New Day. WrestleMania 32, remember that? When they outsold fucking everyone in merchandise sales? Are you kidding me? The New Day's value, I promise you, in WWE dollars is higher than probably both Kevin and Sammy. And I love Kevin Owens, okay? To boot, probably higher than that of most, like, everyone else. So if that is their justification, they are completely off base, okay? I'm sorry. They just are. And I, like I've said before, I will... I am a Kevin Owens fan. I've come around on Sammy post heel turn. Okay, I've enjoyed his work since the heel turn. So I'm I like these guys. Okay, it is hard for me to sit here and say sorry, Kev. You know what I mean? Let me just say this, and I'm and this is the best way I can put it. Okay, Caleb, you have a job. Rants, you have a job. If you guys walk into your work tomorrow and they say, hey, I need you to do this today. And you start screaming at the manager. And then not only that, you go out to the floor and don't do what you were asked to do. What do you expect is going to happen? They don't give a fuck about your worth. Because here's the thing. Vince McMahon's worth and his value (laughs) are still more than Kevin and Sammy. And WWE will go on without Kevin and Sammy, as much as I like them both, the world and wrestling and WWE will continue without them. Now, that being said, before I hand it off, I know you guys are probably ready to jump. I have no problem with Kevin and Sammy having a disagreement in the back with Road Dog, because guess what? I believe that disagreements should be saved for the back, Okay. Behind closed doors. That's where it should be. And that's okay. I have no issues with that. If that's how they felt and they wanted to handle it in the same situation that Neville did, where he said, you know what? I'm just not doing this. I'm leaving. He gave them time to make a fix on the fly. But you went out there and you did something that not only made yourself look bad, but you made the New Day look look bad. You made your coworkers look bad because you went out there and made a segment look fucking awkward. Okay, like if that's what happened here, they went out and threw their own their own, you know, co-workers under the bus, too. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. And and whether you want to believe it or whether you agree with that or not. And that is to me, it's unacceptable. So the fact that got sent home doesn't bother me. I don't want them to leave. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't I don't think it will. I don't think it will. They're not going to. Let's put it. But just the whole. Furthermore. Yeah. Furthermore, like I. Like by a week from now, this this between those like in power and those that are affected by this, it's almost gonna be like I would bet this is almost gonna be like it never happened. Because I'm willing to bet I would be shocked if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn weren't on TV next week. Because quite frankly, if they were gonna be suspended or fired, I'm willing to bet it probably would have happened by now. Well, I don't think Although anything's gonna happen to them. I don't yeah. think anything's gonna happen. They might get I mean you could be looking at, you know, going out there and jobbing some more. That could happen, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you know, yeah. like it, it, it harkens back a little bit, in my opinion, and it's not the exact same, okay? But it, it's a little bit of a reminder of the curtain call to me. You guys all know. Hopefully, most of you guys know the history of the curtain call. You know, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are leaving WWF to go to WCW, and they had, you know, they had a, a live event. Uh, and, of course, if you know the click, you know Sean and Triple H and all those guys. 
they had their little moment in the ring where they basically broke the fourth wall, more or less. This is before breaking the fourth wall was okay, I guess you could say. And Triple H, Shawn Michaels was champ at the time. They didn't do anything to him. Hall and Nash were out the door, so they couldn't do anything to them. So Triple H, Xbox, you're right. Triple H took the fall. He was the, as Chris Carter might say, he was the fall guy. The fall guy. Yeah, so Triple H took the fall, and he took a fall. I mean, you remember what happened to him at WrestleMania 12, where he got squashed, and then he was uh, scheduled to win King of the Ring, and -hmm. they took that away from him. He had right? a few with uh, Phineas Godwin and got beat in a hogpin match. So they did some things. And Triple H, what happened, right? But like, that, that being said, like three months later, he also won the Intercontinental title. So this wasn't like a long like burial of life. Fuck no, you, Triple H. No, no. But, but what yeah, I'm saying I, I get is what like, you're saying. the grievances, like it wasn't to the point where like he went on a live television show. Of course, it was taped, I guess, but it was still a SmackDown, right? He didn't go yeah. on one of the premier shows and say, fuck this. You know what I mean? He went out there and took, you know, it, no, he, the consequences were paid. You know what I'm saying? Not only did he take the consequences, he asked Vince. This is this is, this is has been talked about. He when, when Vince told him he was going to be buried, he asked Vince, all I want to know is, can I get out of this? Can I move past this? Vince said, of course you can. He said, then, then do as long as you need to. <clears throat> he was fine paying his dues. Because you know what? That's what growing adults do. And let, let's keep in mind, and the thing that's beautiful about this, before I let Rance jump in, because I know he's, I'm, I'm still talking, Triple H is a fan of guys like Sammy and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. think that, you're crazy. Triple H loves those guys. This will get fixed. I'm sure of it. Okay? Yeah. There's like, because you talk about knowing your value, and yes, while Sammy and Kevin may not be as valuable as New Day, Triple H still sees major value in those two. He knows what they're capable of. So while this seems crazy right now, I would be very surprised, as Caleb said, if it didn't end up being water under the bridge. But there may be some repercussions here, you know, and that's just the yeah. reality. That's just the reality of it. So Rance, the floor is yours, my friend. So when I hear the words "know your worth," I think about the conversations I have with my daughter, with both of my daughters, about being women and not letting men take advantage of them. That's what "know your worth" means to me. So when I hear someone say, no, you're worth about a fucking wrestler. That's some of the most ridiculous stuff I've ever heard. Because, look, man. Our society is so weird right now. Because our society, we all want to do what we want. And want everybody to be okay with us doing what the fuck we want. Without worrying about the consequences of what the fuck we do. When you are an employee of a company. And you're asked to do something. If you don't like it, fucking quit. If you can, if you have the clout to talk about it, talk about it. But when it comes time to do your job, do your job. Right? Yeah. Yes. So, I would I, I would implore someone to quit before I would implore them to go out and like do something that could cause them to burn a bridge. Because last I checked, all these all these fans be telling me what WWE isn't to be all end all anymore wrestling. Okay, if you got a problem by just getting an extra beat down by the New Day on a random ass SmackDown, if that's too much for you, quit. Quit if it's that if that's too much for you. Otherwise, be a fucking man, do your job, and then move on about it. Because you know what, you were the biggest thing on SmackDown two weeks, three weeks ago. You could have been the, next, the biggest thing on SmackDown going into SummerSlam or Survivor Series. 
But now, you done went and did some stupid shit because you was in your feelings. You know? And you done got your ass kicked off a fucking tour. By the way, nobody's talked about this. They got kicked off the tour. They're not going to get paid for the days they missed. That's more money out their pocket. Because they decided to do something fucking stupid. Now, what I want to talk about, the Know Your Worth shit just really just, my eyes rolled completely 360 in the back of my head. Um, what I want to talk about is this possible, this possibility that, and this is a dirty rumor, so forgive me for Yay. that. But that they are disgruntled because never walked out and Jimmy Jacobs got fired. Now, we all know the Ring of Honor guys, Cesaro, uh, Rollins, uh, you know, Owens and, and Zane, all those guys were super close with Jimmy Jacobs because Jimmy Jacobs is an original, right? So with him being fired, mind you, Kevin and Sammy, you're super tight with the Bucks and with Omega and with a lot of those guys in the Bullet Club, right? They were on being the elite six months ago, five months, however long ago it was. So that, so I, I want to talk about that and bring that up to you guys and get your you guys' opinion on that because... If that's the case, still, I don't feel fucking bad for you. I'm sorry that your friend got fired. You know what I had to do the other day? I work in IT. I had to I had to disable my friend's account, who one of my good friends, who didn't even know he was fired. I had to do that shit before he got fucking fired. And you know that shit? It hurt. But you know what I did? I did my fucking job. We have a yeah. job to do. We all have a job. Caleb, you got a job. Carl, you got a job. I have a job. And even if you don't have a, a, a job in terms of employment, Carl, you're a, you're a husband and a, and a father. I'm a I'm a father. Caleb, you're a brother. Right? We all got our jobs to do. So if you really got that big of a problem by taking just an extra beat down, then fight for your point in the back. If you still lose, do the damn job. Because you know what? Unlike Unlike New Japan... Unlike all these other companies, WWE has been 25 years episodic. So that what that means is there's another fucking episode next week. If you didn't get what you wanted on this one, there's another chance you'll get it on that one. But don't tell me that playing ball doesn't get you rewarded. Jinder Mahal just won a damn championship. Doing your job and being and doing your job and being professional gets you rewarded in wrestling. That's true. That's hard to argue. The Miz is another good example of that, Mark right? Mark Henry. Rance, here is the thing, is that none of us are saying it is not unprofessional. This is absolutely unprofessional. But also, and it, it should be condemned, if, you know, what we're being told is 100% true, that they didn't want to they didn't want to feed for New Day or whatever. But that being said, as far as we know, this is an isolated incident with Sami Zayn, with Kevin Owens. So, I mean, let's not, you know... Let's not chop their fucking heads off like they just no. murdered the, the Queen of England or something. I'm with you. But the yeah. problem I have is when you say know your worth. When you allude to the fact that, oh, well, they're much better than this, so at least they knew enough about themselves and cared enough about their characters, to, that's bullshit to me. Because nobody's more important than the bottom line. And the bottom line of the company leads them to say, do this if they don't want to do that then they can take their bottom line and take their check rip it and move on we all have a job now 100% Caleb I'm with you this will probably be forgotten by this is probably already forgotten in the in the company if we're honest with it 
They probably don't care about this no more. Because we all know Sammy and Kevin are loved by everybody in that company. We know this. This is fact. Kevin Owens just got a DVD. So yeah, they, they might years. have they might have one enemy now, but but yeah. <laughs> no, no. Contrary to what you believe and what a lot of other fans believe, Road Dog isn't vindictive. He's never shown himself to be that since he's been since he's had any power. He's not a vindictive dude, right? There's never been there's never been his mo. Not since he's not not since he's been sober and been working for the creative team. That's not that's not what he's gonna do. Plus, how can you be vindictive when they're Quite frankly, maybe you outside of gender, your top hill act. No, then it's well, yeah, because it's yeah, against them. yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think, yeah, I think we're all kind of spot on. I mean, with it, you know, I, I, I'm like I said before, and you know, I understand the idea of you know feeling like you should be valued more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a thing that we all feel when you know in employment or in life, you know, we kind of have that thought process maybe i'm worth more than this and that's fine you know if that's the way you want to if that's the way you feel as rant said you can leave cody Rhodes did it you know he left he left on good terms yeah, right i mean and, and he went out and he's doing his thing you know and you know i don't like the idea of kind of what you alluded to if this is even true of being up disgruntled because jimmy jacobs got fired or whatever like first of all it, once again, go back to the curtain call. You know, you had Hall and Nash leave. Sean and Triple H could have left. WCW was signing people left and right. When their contracts expired, they could have been like, fuck it, I'm out too. I'm going to go get that guaranteed money and sit on my ass. Or, you know, and not have to work nearly as hard. Whatever. But they didn't do that. They stuck. And they stuck where they were. You know, they could have been upset that their boys were gone. You know, but they didn't do that. And, and Kevin and, and granted, Sean was in a prominent position at the time. And Triple H really wasn't, you know, he was kind of floating around in the mid card. But Kevin and Sammy, just because they're not in the WWE title scene right now, they are prominent figures on SmackDown. OK, Kevin Owens just got out of a feud with a goddamn McMahon. OK, he gets a headbutt the owner of WWE on live television and- like this. Like this is their positions are good if they have to go out there. Sometimes you got to go out there and get beat, and, get beat up. And what bothers me about about this so much in wrestling is if you're on the show, you're good, right? If you, 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 you don't think that the Colognes are begging to be in the position that Kevin and Sammy are? Sure. You don't think that Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder would love to have the screen time Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have gotten mm-hmm. Bef- before this fashion files, you don't think the Ascension would be would beg to even be on TV every week? So, this is a scripted environment. So somebody's scripted to win, somebody's scripted to lose. More more so than that, somebody's scripted to get their ass whooped, somebody's scripted to whip ass. So if you got a problem being the guy who gets your ass whooped from time to time, you you in the wrong you in the wrong business. And Kevin and Sammy have been lifelong fans. Kevin Owens learned how to speak English by watching wrestling. So yeah. Yes. You, you've been doing this shit long enough to know there's going to be quite a moment, especially being a heel, a prominent one. I'm going to have to get my ass whooped. You know what? I have a theory. Oh. I have a theory. There has been no issue 
with Kevin Owens until he got around that dastardly Uh-oh. Sami Zayn. That scoundrel. That, <laughs> that, that backstage cancer. That Sami Zayn. That yeah, that malcontent. That malcontent <laughs> Sami Zayn who didn't that, want to take his goddamn mask off. <laughs> that scoundrel. And then he does everything. Shit. That's what <laughs> happened. And then he does everything they say when they sign him. I'll, 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 I'll yeah. say this. I'll say this. I'm I'm disappointed in Kevin and Sammy for doing what they did, but I feel like things yeah. are gonna work out, and and it's okay. You know, I'm not hating these guys. Like I feel like it'll work itself out. Like maybe it was just, for all we know, it was one bad day at work. Sure, you know, that that's yeah. all it could. Be. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's and that's okay, and you know. I just want to know, like, to me, like, Caleb, let me ask you this real quick. If yeah. if, if Road Dog had written up, like, a bad story for someone like, say, oh, I don't know, Eddie Guerrero, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a Conan type of guy, and, what do you and, think their response would have been to Road Dog? <laughs> well... They they'd probably call him a, a punto a couple of times and uh, right, right. they'd probably get really angry and maybe out of anger they would say something like uh, <laughs> Viva la raza yeah so I had to get yeah. it in because we're getting close to the end we are we actually I think we should bring this home guys to be honest with you, unless you guys have more to add I'm tired. I- I got it in, man. We had three awesome topics to talk about. Tonight, yeah, so. my, my phone's dying. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Hey, yeah. IWC, your boy Rance loves you. Just want to tell you that. <laughs> Rance loves the kids. Rance loves the Uncle kids. Rance loves you. It's sometimes sometimes it's tough love, but he still loves you. <laughs> yeah, no, it 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 all of all of my disdain comes from a positive place because I want you to be better. I want I, I I understand it. I have very dissenting opinions. I'm under, I'm I'm completely okay and fine with that. That's the reason y'all call me a contrarian. I'm good with that. But just be consistent, dog. That's all I ask. Like what you like, hate what you hate, but just be consistent in the shit you do. That's a beautiful hey, way to close it. Yeah, think. absolutely. Rants. Uh, where can I find you on like? Like Twitter, or maybe you're on like LinkedIn or fucking Grinder. I don't know your life. Oh, but first and where foremost, can I find you? Well, none of y'all gonna get my LinkedIn, even though everybody knows my name. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, follow follow your boy at it's Ray Cash, R E Y as in Ray, C A S H as in dollar sign. Uh, yeah, man, uh, look out for your boy. I'm probably gonna start writing again sometime for the end of the year. Um, yeah, man, uh, follow the podcast at the smc podcast don't forget to look up look your boys up front nation radio social suplex the whole podcast network at social suplex uh i'm sure caleb will give you the aforementioned places but uh yeah man just support we uh we're gonna try to keep doing this thing pretty consistent so yeah chad i love you boy come on the podcast next week yeah (laughs) absolutely let's get let's get the doc chad matthews on here next week man let's make that happen that would be good. Um, so you can find me, Carl Lamarck, on Twitter at K E R V I N S M C. You'll know it's me because my name will be Happy Curvin because I am a happy guy. I love wrestling and I don't get too upset about results and things of that nature. I just like wrestling. I'm a happy guy, you know? I don't get mad. 
I don't have I don't have heat with everyone. So follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's pretty much where you can find me. I am a writer on LordsOfPain.net. Uh, I haven't written in a while, so I don't know. I might be getting kicked off. I don't. I don't know. I need to get something going. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 difficult. I got a very busy schedule, and my my podcast brothers have been a priority over the writing thing right now. And maybe that isn't the best idea, but it is. You know, it is what it is. You know. And also be on the lookout now, real quick. Uh, you know where to follow us on Twitter. But the SMC podcast, by the way, guys, is planning to go to WrestleMania this year. Yes. And um, yes, we are. We're hoping to do a podcast while we're there. Uh, so uh, we're hoping to maybe even get some uh, some some stuff you can get some 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 T-shirts and some shit like that. So you know, we'll see. Some I'm not swag, trying to like yeah. yeah some swag. Yeah, I'm not trying to like push. I'm not trying to, you know, shove it down your throat or anything, but just know that we're gonna we're heading to New Orleans. It looks like you can find us on yes. Bourbon Street, and um, it's gonna be a good time. So I just want to let everybody know that we're gonna be down there. So keep up with us. We'll keep you posted. Uh, and Caleb, I think you are more than welcome to finish it off, close it out. Okay. Well, to your point about WrestleMania, you know, maybe uh, maybe we get turnt on Saturday night at some bar, or maybe. Carl and I go to Kaiju Big Battle and watch fucking uh, Dr. Cube wrestle someone. Who I don't knows? want y'all to know you that he know. said Carl and him. Because they know damn well I ain't going to that show. <laughs> damn yeah. well. Yeah. I would only do it if I was already turned. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, why. That's why. Yeah. Kaiju Big Battle. Let's do it. Yeah. You get you get drunk at TakeOver. I get drunk at Superguard. We meet up at Kaiju. We have a great time. Um, right. Uber over. Let's do it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Guys, um, follow me on Twitter at SMC underscore Cal B. As yeah. Ransom mentioned, follow follow the podcast at the SMC podcast. Follow Social Suplex at Social Suplex. You can get us on iTunes. Um, if you're an Android user, you can find us on Podbean, uh, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, whatever, whatever app you might use to listen to podcasts. Look for Social Suplex Podcast Network. We share that feed with One Nation Radio, the Big Brother Podcast. We love them. Uh, you can follow them at One Nation Radio. Um, I've already said mine. Carl and Rance have already said theirs. We've got all our handles out of the way. Again, as I said at the beginning, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. God bless and have a good night.